Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. I want to talk to you today about David's broken heart. You see, David was in Scripture an archetype or a shadow of Christ. Prophecies of the coming Messiah would often speak of a new David. You see, David overall was a good, humble, and godly king, and his people loved him. Yet the time came when a traitor rose up against him, one of his own, one who had been brought up under him, his own son, Absalom. When David, as the rightful king, would give a righteous judgment or decree, Absalom would come and speak in the ears of those in violation of what David had spoken. He would tell them how he agreed with them and their actions, how he would be okay with it if he were king. He would even make contrary decrees to the words and will of David, then seal it with a kiss. In doing this, he created division in the congregation of Israel by playing to the pride and selfishness of those more loyal to their own lust than to David's justice. And in this do we see the decrees of a king and an anti-king and a house divided between them. After much deceit and working behind the scenes, eventually... Absalom revealed himself in an all-out open betrayal of David, a coup, an overtaking, a theft of his house and congregation, and an all-out attack against those who were loyal to him. David was far stronger than Absalom, but he was his son. He had raised him up by his own hand, and David loved him. So though he could have destroyed him, He did not. He gave him space for repentance. While in the meantime, David allowed those who loved and believed in him as the rightful king to follow him into the wilderness for a season. Some of David's loyal followers chose to stay behind in the cities as spies, but most went into hiding. Yet eventually, Absalom's pride and his mad pursuit to destroy David and his followers caused him to hang himself, literally. Eventually, the wrath of God rose up against him as he pursued David's followers. His mule ran under a tree, and his head was caught in the fork of a branch, leaving him hanging there alive. At which point, a follower of David came and thrust darts into his heart, and it was over. Another servant of David who was there at the time had refused to strike Absalom, citing the king's decree not to murder, and reminding the other that though Absalom was evil, he was still a son of the king, and David loved him. Yet was his fate sealed by his evil deeds, he whom wrath itself had hung in a tree. However, when David was made aware of what had happened, we see one of the most beautiful, sombering, complex, and heartbreaking situations in Scripture. And it's a perfect picture of what our Heavenly Father experiences daily towards those who betray Him. 
In 2 Samuel chapter 18, verse 33, we read, And the king, speaking of David, was much moved, and went up to the chamber over the gate, and wept. And as he went, thus he said, O my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, I would have died for thee, O Absalom, my son, my son. You see, my friend, in Absalom, I see two parallels playing out. I see a type of Judas in this son and disciple of David that betrayed him with a kiss and is eventually hung in a tree for it. Yet do we also see another side through it. We see Jesus' broken heart for him in David's. We hear Jesus' deep sorrow in the words, I would have died for him. Jesus, like David, was stronger than those who opposed him. Yet he held no offense, only brokenness, and a willingness to die for even those who rise up against him. Also, was David not pleased with his followers who had taken matters into their own hands and become murderers in defense of him? He was more willing to die than to see sorrow added to sorrow by having bloodshed on the hands of those on both sides of this. So in this do I also see a type and a shadow of Christ and his faithful followers and of the Antichrist and his. A congregation divided against itself in a selfish coup by a counterfeit usurping king using flatteries to take a throne that rightfully belonged to David. We're warned in Daniel chapter 11 verse 32, And such as do wickedly against the covenant, the covenant being the blood of Jesus, those who do wickedly against it or those who continue in their sin, those who do wickedly against the covenant, shall he, the Antichrist, corrupt with flatteries. But the people that do know their God, they will be strong and do great exploits. There will be a division in the house of God. And many among it will follow an antichrist spirit. I see a false church turning against a holy church in this message and warning. Those who have listened to the other voice speaking agreement with their sin against the king's good and righteous judgments. He, like Absalom, pretends to love and bless them for it, but it's all to turn them from following David. Remember that Proverbs 27 verse 5 says, Open rebuke is better than secret love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. The Antichrist spirit like Absalom works in deception, in flatteries, in agreement with sin against the righteous words, teachings, and judgments of Jesus, the rightful king. I see David and his loyal followers fleeing into the wilderness for a season to give the deceived and wicked space for repentance even as they pursue them to destroy them as a type of Christ and his true church. During tribulation, I see his decree not to bloody your own hands with revenge by killing your enemies and becoming just as guilty as them as a warning to the church of tribulation. The wrath of God will eventually come against the Antichrist just as it did against Absalom. Don't invoke judgment against yourself because of some false sense of justice. Remember that even the deceived are loved by the king. He was willing to die for all of them. And so must we also be. 
Romans chapter 12, verse 19 says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Lastly, I see in this story a reminder that when God is forced to move in wrath against the wicked, that his heart does not delight in it, and neither should ours. We should weep with him over it. Even the Egyptians in Egypt that fell for their wickedness against the children of Israel, are we to grieve over the loss of? It's still a soul taken from among God's original congregation, a son of the king slain in defense of the innocent. Justice demands it, for God warned, touch not mine anointed, but his heart does not delight in it. My friend, when the enemy rises up against us for trusting in the words of Jesus, don't let it become us against them like the zealots did. Let it be us broken for them like Jesus did. It's still about getting as many souls as we can back into agreement with the words of Jesus, the decrees of the righteous king, not becoming just as guilty and bloodstained as the enemy. Don't hate Absalom's army. Intercede for them and seek to comfort David's broken heart towards them. Because the wrath of God will surely come upon them eventually, lest they repent. Don't allow your heart to be bloodied in the process lest you be found guilty also and have to face justice for failing to keep the king's decree, like the one who thrust the darts into Absalom's heart in the tree. Obey the words of Jesus, have a heart like David's, trust in God's deliverance, and live for a better kingdom. Because just like David, once the wrath of God has done its work of defending God's anointed, Jesus is coming back to once again take his place on that throne, and those who stood with him will have their time of rejoicing, but only after a season of weeping for those who were deceived by the enemy of Jesus. Remember, Absalom hated David, but David didn't hate Absalom. The world will hate the true church of Jesus Christ, but the true church of Jesus Christ will not hate those of the world. Honor the decrees of your king, turn the other cheek, choose to intercede, that one might be led back to the camp of the rightful king. This is the patience of the saints. Have faith and keep enduring, my friend. Your deliverer is coming. For blessed are the peacemakers. They shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye, when men shall revile you, and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely. For my sake, rejoice, and be exceeding glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore good for nothing, but to be cast out, and trodden under the foot of men. The words of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 9 through 13. Jesus warned us of this in Matthew chapter 24, verse 11. He said, Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because that iniquity shall abound, the love of many will wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, 
the same shall be saved. My friend, this is a warning from Jesus. Sin will abound. It will get worse and worse. Wickedness will increase. And because of this, the love of Jesus in the heart of many will wax cold. But if you will endure to the end, maintaining the fruits of righteousness and a heart of intercession for your enemies, that you would be willing to die for them like Jesus did. Those are the ones who will be saved. You must endure, my friend. Don't let the wickedness of Absalom or the Antichrist spirit change you and make you just like them. Paul warns us in the book of Romans in chapter 12, verse 14, Bless them that persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one towards another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own concepts. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. And if it be possible at all, as much as it lieth within you to do so, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in doing so, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And David, in all of his love, mercy, and patience, who gave us, this demonstration that we speak of today said in Psalms chapter 130, verse 5, I wait for the Lord, my soul doth wait, and in his word do I hope. Lord, our hope is secured in you, that you are our deliverer, our God, our mighty King. You are able to step in and do anything. Lord, you will move in defense of the defenseless. You are the one who said, touch not mine anointed. Lord, you have a purpose for everything that happens, Lord. But ultimately, your heart is to see men brought into the kingdom, not to lose one of them, not even the Absaloms. So, Lord, if we love you, let us obey your decrees to not bloody our hands in defense of a king who was willing to go into the wilderness, though he had all power and authority to defeat this enemy in an instant. He took the low seat to give them space for repentance. Lord, I believe that you're coming again and you have a place for me in an eternal kingdom with reward. Help us to remind ourselves of that and not jeopardize it, trying to fight to maintain a kingdom of temporary things. Oh Lord, let us remember that the only thing that we can bring before your throne are the souls of men. So let us fight for them with all perseverance, love, mercy, and patience. Oh Lord, give us a heart like David's. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.